Paul expressed Jesus' promise that death would not have the final say. Sin and death would be defeated by love. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ, but each in his own order. Christ, first, Christ the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When this perishable body puts on imperishability, and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. One of the gifts of springtime is watching our ferns grow here around the house. They're in a side garden beneath an overhanging crabapple tree. For days, we watch these tightly curled fiddlehead ferns stubbornly pushing their way up from stubby and apparently dead husks that were last year's stumps. But every year, there's one morning where they all open up into these gorgeous fronds, broad fans lifted skyward in praise. The bare ground has been transformed to the springtime green of new ferns. That's the way it is with most everything in the spring, right? David and I are going on more walks than normal these days, but we see trees blossom, gardens emerge green and flower-filled, and tulips trumpeting their color from buried bulbs. There are few things better than watching iris blades come up through the dirt, seeing new plants emerging from under last year's dead stalks. By a mysterious power and wisdom beyond human knowing, what once was dead comes back to life again. When I was reading these scripture lines, one verse in particular jumped out at me. 
we will not all die, writes the Apostle Paul, but we will all be changed. Through tremendous safety measures, we are even now keeping the most vulnerable among us from death. And yes, we have all been changed. But the change that Paul is writing about here is not only the shifting habits, staying at home, or global tumult of our days. He's also writing about what he expected to be the imminent return of Christ, and a time after death when bodies will be changed, but will remain for eternity. Death is still a present reality we struggle against, but Paul says it's not an inevitable and permanent reality. Death itself will be undone. Death will be put to death. There's a centuries-old tradition of reading a sermon by the ancient uh, church father John Chrysostom that proclaims the death of death on the night before Easter. Custom has it that every time death is mentioned or named in the sermon, the people trample their feet, stomping on death to demonstrate victory. Go ahead and try that if you'd like. Death itself will be undone. Death will be put to death. We inherit this mystery in the church. Beyond any knowledge or certainty, but a mystery that is nevertheless held by faith. In rising from the grave at the resurrection, Christ began to pull on the loose threads of death's shroud, the threatening hood over us that is now unraveling forever. Not only did Christ rise from the dead, we will rise also, faith says, along with all those who have died. What happened to Jesus will happen to us. His triumph over death is our own as well. One commentator writes that it was as if Christ was the first full plant to, to spring forth from the ground, the sure sign that others would spring to life in due course. When we see the first daffodil of spring, we know that eventually others will follow. Christ's victory over death will be our victory too. One other sign of resurrection is made all too visible in these springtime days. Growth and new life require transformation. In a moment, we're going to sing an Easter hymn which begins, In the bulb there is a flower, in the seed an apple tree, in cocoons a hidden promise, butterflies will soon be free. But bulbs, seeds, and cocoons do not become flowers, trees, and butterflies without burial, metamorphosis, and tremendous change. The transformations we face in our own day are mirrored in an even greater change at death as finite bodies become infinite spirits by, again, a mystery that none of us understand. The water bugs and dragonflies book tried to put it into metaphor, which is really the best that any of us can do. At the funeral for George Christensen on Wednesday, 
I suggested that perhaps it was fitting for that service like this one to happen over Zoom. There were just eight of us gathered in the large sanctuary. And to the naked eye, that was all who were present. But we understood then, as right now in this service, that we are gathered as a far greater host than meets the eye in our physical forms. George and all those who die have changed to a different Zoom room, as it were, still present, though we cannot see them directly. We don't have cameras or computer screens like those we're using now that will give us access to the more than physical world where all those gather who have gone before along with Christ himself and the prophets. But the traditions and practices of our faith are the portals through which we stay connected. We will not all die, but we will all be changed. This is the heart of Easter faith, the heart of the church's witness to the world. Death and all its forces are no match for the perpetually changing, ever-greening power of new life in Jesus Christ. Let that be our comfort on this Memorial Day weekend, though we're surrounded by such grim reminders of death as we approach 100,000 lives lost to COVID-19. Live nonetheless with the courage that comes from this liberating mystery, death itself will be undone. Death will be put to death. Praise God, and may it be so. Amen.